When do you think Jesus becomes the Lord of a man? Is it when Jesus comes into his heart? The answer to that is no. Jesus can only be the Lord of a man when that man's will is surrendered to Jesus. Welcome to My Secret Place Devotional with Oyiks Alfred. Good morning. You know, the Lord gave us a very powerful counsel or a strategy for getting every single thing you need, all your needs. If you want it to be met, Jesus gave us an advice in Matthew 6, 33. He says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. So today we're going to pray. We're going to ask God to help us to put him first. Because the Bible says that if you put God first, then you can be assured that everything you need in life will be made available to you. Father, we thank you today. And Lord, I really pray for your people. I ask for the grace to put you first today. Lord, I ask that you please release the grace to put you above our plans, above our own personal ambitions. But we'll put the advancement of your kingdom first. We'll put your righteousness first in the name of Jesus. And Lord, in accordance to your word, I ask that you supply everything your people will require today and beyond. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me start by asking you a question today. What do you think is the composition of the animals that Noah took to the ark? Put in another way, how many animals do you think that Noah put in the ark? Let me ask it differently. So for each animal, how many do you think that Noah put in the ark? So for instance, how many owls did he put? How many goats? How many sheep? How many did he put? I know what your answer is. You're going to say two of each animal. Isn't what you're thinking right now? Well, that is not entirely true. That's what everybody says, but that is not the truth according to the scripture. Everybody says, oh, Noah put the animals two by two into the ark. But guess what? That is just an assumption. You assume that it is two by two that Noah put all the animals. And that assumption is based on what somebody has said. Not because you've seen it by yourself in the scripture. Let's go to that scripture. Genesis chapter 7 verse 1 to 3. The Lord said to Noah, go into the ark, you and your whole family, because I have found you righteous in this generation. Take with you seven pairs of every kind of clean animal, a male and its mate, one pair of every kind of unclean animal, a male and its mate. Verse 3 says, and also seven pairs of every kind of bird, male and female to keep their various kinds alive throughout the earth. Let's jump to verse 8. It says, pairs of clean and unclean animals of bed and all creatures that move along the ground. So you see, what God asked him is, select the clean animals, get seven of each. But when you get seven of them, make sure you pair them. So for instance, you get seven pigeons, but you pair them. So meaning if there are seven male, they're going to be seven female. You get seven eagles, you pair them seven by seven. That's the first instruction he gave him. It was now in verse 8. He said, of other animals, you need to now get them two by two. But everybody forgets that God said you should get seven. They just focus on two by two. But you see from the very scripture that this popular story is also 
treated. A lot of real content the Bible says is not recognized. It's just two by two that people often talk about. You basically not hear anybody read it by themselves and tell that they are seven. So a lot of times Christians function based on assumption. And those assumptions are things you have built up from childhood, built up from Sunday school, built up from children's stories that are not necessarily in the scripture. They are not in the Bible. But a lot of people have built their spiritual life on something that is not factual on what somebody has said without going to the scripture to look at it. That is the danger of assumption. Now, as simple as this is, there are other very serious and heavier matters of the law that you are functioning based on assumption. You haven't said this in the scripture and most likely you might be doing the direct opposite of what God has said. So let me ask you a question. When do you think Jesus becomes the Lord of a man? Is it when Jesus comes into his heart? The answer to that is no. When you recognize you're a sinner and you ask Jesus to forgive you and you ask Jesus to come into your heart, at that moment, Jesus is not your Lord at all. What Jesus is at that point is that he becomes your redeemer. He has redeemed you from the kingdom of darkness. He has redeemed you from the terrors of the evil one. He has redeemed you from all of those things according to Colossians chapter 1 verse 13. But Jesus is not your Lord yet. Why? Jesus can only be the Lord of a man when that man's will is surrendered to Jesus. When that man does exactly what Jesus wants him to do, even when it is not convenient for the man. In other words, Jesus becomes your Lord only when your soul has been redeemed. If you follow that devotion yesterday, we did say your soul, one of the things inside your soul is your will. So what Jesus wants is he wants your will to be conformed to his own. He wants you to forget about what you think you want to do. He doesn't want you to do the will of the world. He doesn't want to do what is generally acceptable. He wants you to do what the word of God says, even when you don't like it, you obey. But that is when Jesus becomes your Lord. So what it means is that Jesus can be a man's redeemer, but he is not Lord. And if Jesus is not Lord, it means somebody else is Lord over your life. The person that is Lord over your life is the person whose laws you obey. So many people are born again because Jesus has given birth to their spirit, but they are still in great danger because their will is not yet born again, because their will is not yet submitted to God. So what it means is that if you want to call Jesus Lord, you must do exactly as his word says. Remember that the whole point of salvation is so that you can become exactly like Jesus in word, in thought, in deed. That will be in your Romans chapter 8 verse 29. What God has in mind for you is that you behave exactly like Jesus. Okay, so how does Jesus behave? The answer is in John 6 38. He says, for I have come down from heaven, not to my will, but to do the will of the one that sent me. So this is what it means for God to be your Lord. Jesus was saying it. I didn't come to do my will. Meaning that Jesus had his own will. But he said, my will is not important. I let go of my will. Why? Because I am submitted completely to God. So he said, I didn't leave heaven and come here to do my own 
will. I came to do the will of the Father. This is what guides everything that Jesus is doing. He's always thinking, what is the will of the Father? Even when his life was at stake, he said, I really wish this cup would pass over me. He said, but nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. That is when Jesus can be the Lord of the person. That is when you can boldly say, Jesus is my Lord. So question, is Jesus your Redeemer or has he now become your Lord? The answer to that is found in the level of your obedience to the will of God as written in the scripture. That's how you're going to check out your life. Do you willingly surrender to the will of God you see in the scripture or do you see hold on to your own will, hold on to your own ways? If that's what you're doing, then Jesus is only your Redeemer. He's not yet your Lord. You are just assuming that Jesus is your Lord. But from the scripture, we see that Jesus can only be the Lord of the one that obeys him fully. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Have a beautiful weekend. Jesus is the you can now receive a written version of the MSP devotional sent directly to your email every week morning by subscribing on our website at www.mspdevotion.org. And for other life-changing messages, Simply download the app Rev OEX Speaks from Play Store for Android phone users or the iOS Store for Apple users. You can also follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and Telegram, all on the handle OEX Alfred. Thank you so much for listening. Have a blessed day.